Hello, welcome or welcome back to Dear Sisters Podcast. I'm Julia. I'm Gabby. Um, hope everybody had a good week. Gabby, how was your week? What'd you do? What's For us, it's Friday. Right. Um, Friday night, baby. My week was good. I, let's see. Oh, I joined a volleyball team. Oh my god, yeah, wait, I need to hear all about this. Wait, oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you, like, I'm, like, Are you I'm sore? kind of, like, painfully, very, like, it's yeah. it's not good, like, I honestly thought about whether I should continue, because I'm sore, like, I didn't realize these muscles that I need to, like, move my head around were so like severely sh- sore <laughs> that, like, I couldn't look down for a while. I couldn't look up. Like, doing my hair in the morning oh was, God. like, really painful. Yeah. Last night, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was, like, freaking out because I, I was in so much pain. And Walter, <laughs> he got up, and he got me, like, three or four Advil. He's like, you need oh to take God. these because he was so sick of me complaining each night. Um, but besides being painfully sore, um, Walter, my brother, Ramey, and I got asked to uh, participate in a volleyball little league. And it's eight games every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, fun and not so serious, but, like, it kind of is serious, but not really. And I was like, well, I'll play, but I haven't, you know, I haven't played. I haven't touched a volleyball since high school, BHSP. Like, and that's not a right. joke. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. You know, I'm, I said yes because why not, you know? I just didn't think, like, a- adult sports were like so serious and it, it kind of is but i'm saying people miss that like competitive nature you know i mean it's for fun but like you're trying to win <laughs> like the thing is the people who take the time to play pickup sports as an adult are the people who were like really intensely involved in sports as a child oh mm. can't take the airpods out <laughs> it'll hang up it, like, snapped off. Like, holy crap. Yeah, as soon as you take your AirPods out. Okay, um, okay, got it. But I was saying, the people who take the time to play pickup sports as an adult are the people who are, like, very intensely involved in sports in high school. So that competitive nature does not go away. I'm not competitive at all. But, uh-huh. like, there are people on the team who are. So yeah. I'm, like, I, I can't I can't just it's be, a... like, hanging out in the back. Like, I have to try, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. anyways, I did – I honestly – I did pretty well for for not playing for like ten years, but mm-hmm. I'm in, I was incredibly like like <laughs> like a different type of sore. Like remember like dance sore like that was that was bad. But this was like I I need to like turn my head around. Like I need to like use my head. You know, <laughs> like I, like you're not realizing like how. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So that, muscles that, you don't know you have literally. So mm-hmm. that was Wednesday evening, and then. Um, I think, yeah, my work is moving. Like, we're moving locations, so that's something mm-hmm. new. And you spent a lot of time purchase. moving. Oh! Yes, I got an iPad, baby. Okay. I kind of... Do you remember when Dad used to go around, like, proms with his iPad? Oh, I kind of, of feel I that do. right now. Oh, and Gabby's turning into iPad woman. Seriously, though, like, <laughs> why has it taken me so long to purchase an iPad? I don't know. They're great. I don't and use mine I, as much as I should. They're also, like, different than what they were, like, years ago. Like back oh, 100%. When, like, the fact that I'm getting rid of so much paper in my daily life. Like, for work, yes. But it's also, like, I'm using it way more than just work. Like, I, I was like, I'm going to buy this. And, like, it's just going to be 
for work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of my planner, get rid of mm-hmm. all my documentation paper-wise, and like have this iPad. And now it's like I have like a work folder, but like that's it. So it's like not, I can keep it kind of separate. And I'm using mm-hmm. it to like, I doodle every night. <laughs> it's like fun to draw and stuff. Um, I downloaded like TikTok, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I almost use it. Like, oh, YouTube on the iPad is great. Oh my gosh. I love it. I really love it. I'm so happy I purchased this. And you know, you can go on like Etsy and like wherever and get digital download planners. I, I was looking, but um, there's a reason why I, I was trying different ones and I found I downloaded an app from the app store. Instead. Oh, that works too. Yeah. But I'm and saying like even your planner can be replaced. It's just cool that you can like, you can literally take a picture of like a piece of paper or like scan it and like edit it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like draw on notes. it. I was like, wow, yeah. this is, I don't You know. really needed that during AP Euro class. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think I really like cared for one or needed one. And then it was when I mm-hmm. started moving for work, I was like, I need to stop using paper because this is just making me overwhelmed. Right. And it was the best decision I could have made. Yeah, they're great. Even Walter was like, you don't need it. You don't need it. I was like, well, I'm buying it. So thank you. And then <laughs> he, he, saw me, like, he saw me he like, take the picture. It. And like he's like, wait, how'd you do that? I was like, oh, well, <laughs> sorry, you don't have Walter, an iPad. So we might Walter well talk talks about big it. talk. He talks big talk every time. And then once he sees something, he's like, oh, wait, that's kind of dope. Exactly. So, yeah, what about I mean, you? I love that for you. Um, what about me? Well, <laughs> first of all, it rained, like, every day this week except for today and Monday, which I'm sure it did there, too. But as you know, the weather affects me very greatly. And yesterday so I had a was like slow painful. week. I didn't do anything yesterday because my plan for yesterday was to do stuff around the apartment, like, finish things, you know, like, build furniture and whatever, and I was like, I'm not on the computer today. Like, this is my day. I was going to vlog it. It was going to be like a whole thing that I like set time aside for. And I woke up with the worst cramps and the weather was the way it was where like literally you couldn't see the sky and it rained all day long. And I was like, I can't do anything. Like, I just can't do anything physical today. And I didn't have any work because I like technically took the day off, I guess. So I literally did nothing except for go to um, my friend's boyfriend's gallery opening last night, which was fun. And like a couple of us got drinks after. So that was nice to get out. But other than that, I really haven't done much this week. Sunday, I went to Rumble and I have not been in so much pain. I feel your pain from volleyball, but on the bottom half of my body. Got it. Because it was the first Rumble since Florida which was three weeks. And then also I haven't lifted since I lived in Binghamton, like weight lifted besides a couple rumble classes, but they're like full body lifting. And Sunday's class was very leg heavy. And I could not walk for like two to three days. I was in so much pain and I tried, I posted about this on my Instagram. I tried working out on Monday, I think it was. And, like, I tried so hard. I was like, I should just do it. Like, work through the pain, you know? Like, it'll help tomorrow. It'll feel a little better. That's, like, the dance in me. Like, just work through that pain and you'll feel better. No. Honestly. Gabby. What? I was going to say, being sore hits different, like, after 25, you know? I like you're tried actually, to do 12, like, you're 3, kind 30. of paralyzed. <laughs> I tried to do 12, 3, 30 on Monday. 
and I couldn't go above five. And I said, I'll try five incline for like 20 to 30 minutes and see. 10 minutes, I was like, I'm done. And then I tried doing some arms and abs and my abs literally cramped. Have your abs ever like cramped up? No. Like a Charlie horse in your abs? It is like the devil's pain. Like it is, I don't wish it upon my worst enemy because it's like you don't realize those muscles can cramp like that. And I was like hunched over in the gym. I No, but I counted it as a day of working out because I tried. And then today I did stairs. The park near me has like three huge flights of stairs. Yeah, I'm calling it the community stairmaster. Um, <laughs> and I did six up and downs, and my legs are shaking. So I'm gonna feel it tomorrow as well. But did you I'm run, trying. or did you just kind of like slowly walk up them? I did whatever I could at the time. So sometimes I was like running. Sometimes I doubled them. Sometimes I like couldn't breathe, so I walked very slowly. Have you wiped um, down on those yet? No, and I used to do them all the time in college too, and I never wiped out on them. Wow. I actually really like those stairs, but they were really fucking hard today. Um, but yeah, I guess I just had a very lazy slash physical week, if that makes sense. Because <laughs> if I wasn't in my apartment, I was working out. But Balance. Mm-hmm. But fun weekend plans, ready to party. What are you kinda. doing this weekend? Um, I don't really know what I'm doing tonight, but Sunday... Um, my friend's having like a stoop sale, so I'm gonna go to that. And then I'm gonna go to that City Girls Who Walk thing at two, which I'm excited about. Some girl on TikTok started a group called City Girls Who Walk, and they meet at Pier 45 on the West Side um, every Sunday at two o'clock and walk the West Side Highway. And it's just like girls in New York that wanna walk. So and I'm it's gonna go made to for that. girls who like, I found, did you see this before I sent it to you? No. Okay, so I found it on TikTok, and it was like someone like made it like, looking for girlfriends like someone right. who maybe is older like doesn't really go out all that much anymore mm-hmm. um she's actually like, like a fitness person looking to socialize and meet I looked girls at Instagram. yeah and um like created this little like club and like so mm-hmm. many people go for the same reason and oh yeah, so i wish i was there that. i would love to go and then so there's a store in soho called it's allure magazine they have a store yeah. called the Allure Store, and they just have, like, random brands, and they, they sell, like, beauty products there. And I saw someone post about how they do these events, and they're always free. You just have to, like, register for them on, like, Eventbrite or whatever. So I followed them, and they've got an event on Sunday from 4 to 6 for, like, a... I don't even know the brand, but it's, like, a 90s-themed launch of makeup. Ooh. Like, launch of a 90s-themed line. So I thought that would be fun to go check out. So I got... I registered for that, so I'm going to do that after the walk, and tomorrow, I don't really know, but... You should TikTok the whole, that Sunday. I'm gonna. But yeah, that's my weekend plan. Sweet. Yeah, I'm excited. Things are picking up. City's coming alive for the spring. I can feel it. Like, I can feel I can it through too. your videos and through, like... Yeah, I love it. Whatever it's I'm great. seeing online. I'm so excited for the summer. I genuinely can't wait. Well, shall we? Yeah. Wait, can I pause for one second? Mm-hmm. You know what I saw right before we got on? What? Will Smith is banned from coming to the Oscars for 10 years. I know. I haven't really thought about it yet. I don't know how I feel I about I think that. it's insane. I think that's a little excessive. 10 years? And, Ten like, the common years? argument, the common argument, which I agree with, is, like, what about all the fucking 
perfs that are still going to the Oscars with all these allegations against them. Ah, that it's a little much. Like maybe it's the next, maybe stupid. like another, maybe like another year. I don't know. Like I understand like a consequence, but that's like, that's kind of ridiculous. Just like have the same energy for the fucking sleaze balls. Anyway, I just saw that and haven't talked to anyone about it yet, so I wanted to bring it up. But let's jump in to the topic of the week. Insecurities. Bum, bum, bum. I'm pulling up my little... Cheat sheet? My sheet. No, I love that you got the iPad because taking notes for episodes is like a new concept for you. And... And how cool, like, it just, like, I saved it to my photos on the iPad, and here I am, it's, like, just right on my phone now. It's like Gabby's never had another Apple product in her life. No, seriously, though. I, like, I cannot get over the the technology. Holy. I never, iCloud freaks me out, so I always have it off, but, like, for for the iPad, I I turn it on, and it's so cool. I share Um, with Max, and I need to separate that really badly. Um, Okay, so. We're talking about insecurities today. We posted on the Instagram three kind of general topics, which I think were good ones that like kind of were umbrella for different things, but they were appearances, relationships, and career slash goals. And I mean, maybe it was me like kind of projecting my insecurities onto what I think people might have, <laughs> but no, I, I just think those are those pretty were... those are pretty general and broad enough for right. people to. I don't know. Yeah, I think they were good. So, um, I guess we could just start by going through, like, the general consensus. And I'm looking at the screenshots I took right now. So, the first one was, let's see. Do you struggle with insecurities about your appearance? And it was 97 to 3%. And it was How many people answered? Oh, 30. Okay. 30 yeses and one no, which is Mm -hmm. so sad, but disappointed, but not surprised in that. Um, The second one was, do you struggle with insecurities about your relationship? And this one was 70-30, 19 votes for no and eight votes for yes. So more uncommon than not. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, do you struggle with insecurities about your career slash goals? It was 80-20, 24 vote, 24 votes for yes and six votes for no. So majority of it was appearances and career slash goals, which I think for especially like our demographic, I guess. Totally. And the age group makes so much sense. Um, I mean, I did it. Like I did the... Mm-hmm the survey and I did yes for appearance no for relationship yes for okay yeah actually kind of you did yes no yes yes but I also I I also I I can identify though an insecurity in each in each group but mm -hmm. I don't think I struggle necessarily at this time with the relationship one you know what I mean I think it depends like where you are but like do I have a relationship insecurity yeah like who doesn't and that's another thing like I think the how you wrote on um, like struggle is like an emphasis on how we answer right. you know what I mean because I mm-hmm. think everyone it's such like I actually like the definition of insecurity is an uncertainty or anxiety about oneself like ab- like and that's so normal so mm-hmm. I think that's like important to just like normalize like what an insecurity is right, right because right, it like right. sounds like I don't know 
Yeah, like, it's more like, like you big have... and bad. Yeah, and right. it's like it's more of like what is your insecurities and mm-hmm. how much do they impact you right now? You know, right? So, um, but yeah, I feel like the appearance one, like we can start there. Yeah, I also did yes, no, yes, yes, but no, my okay. no is only because I'm not in a relationship. But like when right. it comes to the topic of relationships, like it's definitely a yes. But yeah, I think appearance is a good place to start because it literally was like all but one person. And I think it's the most common thing to have an insecurity about. I would say if I were going to generalize. Um, Personally, I feel like I, the one thing I wrote down to like note was like the way that my insecurities like fluctuate. If that makes sense. Like I've had times where I'm like, feeling great about my appearance and then there are times when I literally and it's not just like a day-to-day thing it's like periods of my life that I can look back on and be like oh I felt great then and I felt eh then and Mm -hmm. like x y and z um which I think is a probably a common experience no yeah I also wonder um I also wonder if people are actually insecure about looks or like, looks or their appearance, or if they're insecure that their appearance is, like, preventing them from achieving a certain something. Like, are we really insecure about, um, am I really insecure about my acne? Like, that's what I'm insecure about. Like, is that something that is really insecure, like, that actually makes me insecure? Or is it, like, does that prevent me from achieving what what may what well, maybe you know what I, I, I mean I don't know I don't have the achieving answer. what though because I feel I like don't know. like a standard comes, or like right um I don't I guess I can just I think of I guess I'm not sure but I just had that thought like the the appearance itself I'm not really mm-hmm. sure if I'm like that really bothers me like if the acne itself really bothers me or if it's like others judgments or things well, that like I think it all goes hand in hand though because it's like the only reason you're insecure about something is because it's it's it kind of all comes from like outside sources because it's like you're kind of expected one thing and if you don't have that one thing which this could be the same for relationships and careers too you get insecure about it if you you know the standard like you said is to have good skin and you have acne so you're insecure yeah the standard but I think, is to I be think... like Right, but I think being size. able to separate separate that can actually help with being able to accept and, like, cope with it. Like, accept that it's really not – it's really the standard that we're anxious about rather than right. our appearance, right, or what what it is that, yeah. we're, that we're feeling insecure about. Yeah, but, like, I feel like that's almost impossible to separate because it's, like, it, they intertwine so much. Maybe not as much with acne and skin. I think I, but I like, separate myself from it, though. Like, I can kind of separate. Like, that's not a me problem. That's, like, a society problem. You know what I mean? Sure. But when for me, when it comes to, like, my body image being my biggest insecurity and, like, my mm-hmm. weight, it's, like, the it's not easy to separate because then, like, I have to go buy clothes and I have to, like, go to stores that don't have my size and, like... There are certain insecurities for me that, like, stem from actually having issues because of those things. Specifically, being a certain size and being a certain weight and not being able to find clothes. Like, that's, like, one of the biggest things that, personally, actually, right now has been pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Because I, 
I'm probably at like the heaviest I've ever been right now. And a lot of my clothes aren't fitting me, whatever, whatever. But like also finding new clothes, even now that like everything is so much better with body positivity and plus sizes and whatever, it's like a very anxiety inducing thing at the moment. And again, this like the situation that I've been having has not really been a thing since I was younger. Mm-hmm. And it's like an anxiety or an insecurity that's come back, like which mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. saying, everything kind of ebbs and flows. But I also, that's why I feel like it's hard for it's harder for some for d- me at least yeah, to separate yeah. it because it's actually an everyday thing that's mm-hmm. caused by like a society standard, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. That does make sense. I guess it's just something to think about um, in terms of like when thinking about our insecurities of Mm -hmm. how much of is it, how much of it comes from within, and how much of it is projected from an outside or external external source. Does that make sense? So just like thinking about that, I wrote down to like for the career one, like a lot of my, and again we'll get to that, but like a lot of insecurities from that come from like outside sources in comparison. But then when I think about appearances and again, body image for me at least, and I feel like it's probably similar for you with like acne, but maybe not as much. Like I have memories of outside things that have happened that ingrained that belief in my head. We'll get there. We'll get there because I When I was a child, (laughs) a literal child. When- (laughs) Not to bring up dance trial every um, fucking episode, but you know. For the what's help section, I like we could get into um, like therapy like how, tactics? how we manage, you know. I need those, <laughs> but um, no, I just think it's. I think like we should. I think in general, like if we're give if we're like giving advice, we should um, mm. just think about where the insecurity comes from, and if it's something like really from within, or if it's something from society or like something external, because I just feel like it could help with how we manage and control whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Normalizing that even, like, our role models have insecurities. Like, the, the people... Oh, God, the, yeah. if, you, if you think of, like, who we, the absolute... If you could be, like, one person in the world, like, if you can switch places for one, with one person, like, that person has, like, a whole laundry list of insecurities as well. You know? Right. So it's right. just, like... No, yeah, I definitely believe that. And I honestly have, like... It's crazy because I feel like I've always done a good job at separating people like other people from my own reality like you're saying I feel like a lot of my shit's like very internal or like internalized from things that happened to me growing up whatever but I feel like I've always done like done a pretty good job at separating things like that and I think it's very helpful to be like oh remember and I'll talk about this more with career stuff because I have a kind of a like Mm -hmm. mantra that I talk about but like I'm very, it's very helpful to separate yourself from that person's reality because it's like you don't know their actual reality when you talk about like role models and social media and all that shit. Um, But another thing with like dealing with appearance insecurities and just like how you see yourself and like feel about yourself, um, I wrote down like a quote that I've always heard is you shouldn't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to a friend. Because I feel like we get so in our heads with negative self-talk with, like, any of these topics. It's like, can you imagine if some of the shit you say to yourself, maybe not you, but me, if I were to, like, sit there and be like, say half the shit that I say in my head about myself sometimes to a person. Yes, I... Like, 
again like this is i wrote this down in my like what's up section but i literally it's called like inner child work mm-hmm. and i and like i kind of like when i'm in the, kind of in that same sense it's like how would you talk to yourself how would you talk to you like your five or six year old self you know like mm, interesting i don't know because i mean i don't want to get into the whole like what the inner child work like even means or is but it, it's like kind of that same that same idea like how i don't know if you're if like if you were writing a letter to like your younger self yeah. you know what i mean and yeah i don't know that just it made me think of that because i often i often try and reframe thoughts and be like would i want my younger self to like grow up and this is what my adult self is like saying <laughs> and talking right. and talking like you know yeah yeah i think um, of it in terms of like friends i'm like i would never want someone else to say about me like some of the things that I think about myself sometimes you know what I mean although sometimes you'd be saying shit to people that's out of pocket me (laughs) what do I say (laughs) like you huh I always think of like in high school and you would look at me in the car and be like you're not gonna wear makeup to school today are you sure you don't want to (laughs) go or I'll answer the phone and you'll be like you look exhausted like You just have no filter. No, but but that's probably because my my biggest insecurities is like people's judgments about appearance. Like it, that's like that. That's it for me. Is like, um, like I got Invisalign because I didn't like my crooked teeth. I Mm -hmm. hate my skin usually half the time. And again, like it's not looking at my skin right now. Like it's not that bad. Like, and I'm aware that people have it worse but for me it's more of like I don't know I I guess I don't know it's more of like judgments about my appearance yeah I have a hard time because I go back and forth where I'm like like there's like a disconnect between like I know one thing to be true but I can't put it into practice or believe it about myself do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I was talking to Liza about this last night where it's like I know all these, like, mantras, right, that are, like, comparison is the thief of joy. Your appearance is the least interesting thing about you. Like, I wholeheartedly believe those things. And I believe people should practice those things. But then it comes to myself and I'm, like, those are just out the window. Yeah, I think mantras work in some situations and others not. Like, I I use, like, the mantra. <laughs> the mantra I came up with literally in, in my therapy was... I'm doing the best I can because like it was just something that I that like she caught me saying Mm -hmm. within like my explanations of things and she's Mm -hmm. like okay that's gonna be your mantra so I was like okay and it's but that's like just for work like I can't for like in this for the same way as or in the same um sense as you just said the mantra that mantra wouldn't work when it comes to like my acne (laughs) like I I wouldn't believe it you know like I wouldn't it wouldn't make yeah. me feel better. But, like, in work, it, it actually does make me feel better. So, I don't know. Right. I, I think it just... I think each insecurity stems from different things. hmm And thinking about that could probably get you further in how to, like, manage. Right. And where you need to focus, you know? Yeah, because I just feel like it's, like, we all know so many things to be true where it's, like, yeah, that's obviously true, and I definitely believe that. But when it comes to, like, putting things into practice... Shit just goes right out, like right over your head, and it, that's also like I think a lot of those like mantras and like I think there's a lot of um, like toxic positivity out in the I don't universe. Even, I don't even necessarily though mean like mantras, like being like I believe this, I'm gonna say it to myself. I just no, no, mean no. like I know 
that like this shit actually doesn't matter at the end of the day. And I know people aren't thinking about it the way I am. Right, right. But I can't, you still can't, that doesn't help me pull myself out of my own head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I do want to, um, I do think toxic po- positivity is like a real, a real thing. And like, oh yeah, suck, is, and, it, and it really does suck with insecurities though. Like people are like, good yeah. vibes only. And like, right. be positive, <laughs> you know? And sometimes I yeah. think it just like, make, it can make things worse. I think we're getting so. away from that in social media a little bit though. That, that's good. Like, I feel like people are more realistic about, like, like the whole, like, girl boss too close to the sun. <laughs> then people are like, I actually, you know. Like, feel your feelings, okay? Right, right, right. <laughs> and do something about them. We just don't have to pretend that, like, we don't have to pretend to be, like, positive, toxic, positive. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but, yes. So, on to relationships. Yes. I, I mean, I think... I don't know if people, everyone would agree with this, but I feel like it just depends on where you're at in your oh, relationship yeah. in terms of, like, the insecurities. Because if you were going to ask me this, like, five years ago, I would have said yes to that question, you know? Or I would have said yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not that I struggle with relationship insecurities right now, but I do have them. Like, I, like, want – I mean, not that, like, this is a, something between, like, Walter and I, but, like, I have the anxiety that I won't be able to have children. I don't oh, know if you would if – you would, say that's like an insecurity but like for me it is something like I think I'm, that's more an anxiety yeah I think insecurities are maybe like if I think when I think of insecurities it's like if that were the case yeah and you are insecure about it that yeah I guess I'm like almost manifest not not literally manifesting right. but it's you, like I think that's more of an anxiety but like if it were true I would be insecure and you were dealing sure, with it sure. it would be it would be an insecurity but I feel like yeah. that is more of an anxiety yeah but, that's true that's true I don't know, though. Maybe, who am I to say? But. Yeah, I think it depends. No, I think you're right. I think it's more of something I'm anxious about, but and I would 100% be insecure about if. 100, yeah. It, if that were to And the true. reason you're anxious about it is because it would end up being something you didn't like about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it definitely depends because it's also like, you know, the whole point of this podcast is like two different situations and perspectives. And it's like, um. I wrote down how my, those two insecurities, like the relationship insecurity and not that I'm in one, but in terms of like dating and whatever. Yeah. Relationship insecurity and appearance insecurity go hand in hand with each other where it's like a confidence thing to go date. Yeah. And I have in the past because of my own self-consciousness and like lack of confidence have like, I don't want to say missed opportunities, but, like, not even noticed if there was an opportunity on the table because I don't believe that about myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which I feel like people deal with this a lot, probably, where it's, like, you don't even notice that someone might like you that you would be interested in because you just automatically believe, like, oh, no, they're not going to. I do that a lot. Right, 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 right. And that stems from a lot of different things, again, growing up. Like, everything comes from somewhere. But those two things, like, go very hand-in-hand for me. But... I'm trying to go on dating apps. (laughs) Yeah, and honestly, I can't imagine dating, like, in this world with the dating apps. I think another, actually, you know, like, relationship insecurity for me. If I were single, I would 100% have relationship insecurity, so I get A big one, too, with just in general with relationship insecurity that just kind of, like, light bulb in my head. Not that I didn't know this before, but I just thought about it, is, like, with our family and, like, what I'm surrounded by, like... Everybody in our family has been with who they're with since high school, besides me. 
Yeah. Like no one in our no one in my direct family has experienced like dating as an adult, finding someone outside of like your everyday life, that kind of thing, which is very normal to do. But like I think it's like difficult and I don't like talking about it and I think it's weird because no one's experienced it in my life besides mm-hmm. like some my friends. But like I find it very like almost it, difficult it, uh, to like do and imagine because I'm like I don't know what that looks like because I haven't surrounded myself with it ever. You know what it, I mean? I feel like it's, it could almost create this like pressure that it really no. It's not like one. It's not like ev- anyone is intentionally putting pressure, but it's just kind of like the situation that's around you. Yeah. So and also, it's like no it's all, one. It's all you have to compare. <laughs> right, and no one's done it, so talking about it is like kind of a weird situation. Like if I were to talk to mom about it, it's like. Oh, you're dating someone? Like, what does that mean? Is that your boyfriend? Are you gonna? I'm like, yeah. Like, no one. I don't want to say no one understands, but it's like, no. I've I think never, that's valid. I don't. People, think people like don't understand, understand casual dating, like right, things right, right. like that. That's like, which and again, now that I'm here, I'm trying to like very much separate the family from this situation because I'm like, I need to just do it on my own and like put blinders yeah. on and go into it that way. Because even growing up in like in high school and stuff, you know, in Binghamton, everyone knows each other, whatever. All, like, any, like, dating boy anything, my mind, like, immediately is flooded with, like, family opinions. Sure, sure. So, trying to put some blinders on and just go for it. (laughs) Yeah, and I think think people listening could relate to, like, um, opinionated family member. Like, I think we all have them. Yeah. I do think our situation is, like, I want to say worse, but a little bit more extreme with the opinions Mm -hmm. because you're right. It's been a certain way for everyone really or for for majority i'll say majority not everyone because there are some like ants but like majority it's been i'm thinking oh, i think of like our family like our six i know but members. it's interesting if you can if you, even if you ex- if you expand that well thought, yeah majority of them too <laughs> right so so like yeah. it's it's deeper than it's even deeper yeah. than just our immediate family right mm-hmm. so and with that it almost like emphasizes those opinions and, um, like, I'm tempted to be, like, because, you know, a lot of insecurities, it's, like, if you were to ask somebody if that's true about yourself, they'd be, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, a lot of insecurities, I feel like, are made up in our head, and they don't actually have any truth to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're things you believe about yourself, but in reality, people aren't thinking that about you. True, But yeah. I feel like this is one thing that's, like, family's opinions, like, being insecure about dating because I'm afraid of what the family's going to think. Not even, like, they're going to not like the person, but just, like... The idea of, like, approaching it, I feel like it's not something that's, like, made up in my head. Like, I feel like it actually would be a bigger deal. Because you've seen it in other situations. Right. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, it's not like you're crazy for thinking that because you've literally seen other people date and then you've seen Mm -hmm. how family has reacted to it. So that's something that, like, I think everyone has their own ways of, at least, like, our family members, we all have our own way of kind of managing that you know like the way I dealt with that stuff is a (laughs) lot probably a lot different than (laughs) you know I don't know maybe one of the other cousins and their first significant other but you and again think of cousins oh my gosh yeah all the cousins that are in relationships it's been kind of like one really serious one and that's it yeah (laughs) so yeah you're like it's so valid like what you're saying like I feel like I'm the first one well me and like some a few of our other cousins but, like, I feel like even some of our family members that are in the same position, like, don't have 
the same issues with it, but I mean, that's just me comparing myself to other cousins, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it but it's is literally been like this in my head since like middle school. Like I have vivid like core memories of like situations that I've been like, oh, I can't do this because my family wouldn't like it. Interesting. So I also just can't even imagine. I can't imagine like and I just can't even imagine you like having like a one and done relationship. Like I feel like you are the type of person mm-hmm. who like needs to experience multiple people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Whether like like fuck the f- yeah. fuck the family opinion, but like really That's I think another... you're you're like the one person I feel like that the exception like the family like the family would the make family an exception. exception. <laughs> I'm a black sheep for sure. Not that like they not that they need to, you know, like that doesn't even matter. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like you're you're just so much like your spirit is just different. Right. And I feel like it calls no, for <laughs> it calls for like experience. Yeah. And I think that's another insecurity. Not that we're like it's like therapy session now, but um really quick before we move on. Like, I agree that I feel like I need to, like, date around whatever. And I'm, like, tw- now it's, like, I'm 25. And this could kind of get into, like, the career goal path, whatever. But, like, I'm 25. I've never had, like, a relationship. And I'm, like, I still want to date around whatever before I get married. I also think that's you've, a whole thing. you've had relationships. You just haven't seriously dated. But, like, even the people that I yeah. remember. Yeah. Like, that would be in, and if you were to, th- if you were to, obviously it was like high school stuff and I don't know about mm-hmm. college, but like you were dating people. It just wasn't termed <laughs> dating. You know what I mean? I guess so. Like, yeah, you weren't like considered boyfriend and girlfriend. Maybe it wasn't like a titled thing. Yeah. Right. But like, it's all the same stuff. I mean, come on. Like that's true. When you look at it in hindsight, it's all the same shit. It's just how you label it. And that's just different throughout periods of life that's you know? very fair um but yeah so career oh my god I can spend Oof. this is this like, could be its own whole yeah. and it has been but like big time you want to talk about therapy session <laughs> yeah. um but again this one I, I feel like both our therapy sessions yeah probably revolve most around our careers mine does at least I when don't I, go to therapy but well, when you did when I did yes when I did it definitely did yeah I need to also actually ours again, was but... probably the same you know that's the one thing we do have in common our therapy was around family and <laughs> um careers that's what mine to be about. fair i didn't get that deep into my therapy though i feel like we would have dug a little deeper but i think though with careers and goals and life paths whatever for this one we got a lot more yeses than nos and i think that makes me feel good <laughs> not good but like better me too but I think this one in particular for me, and I would feel confident to say for a lot of people, is a lot of like outside, comes from like outside sources and comparison and thinking there's certain timelines and milestones you have to reach at certain times, whatever. Um, I don't know. That was my two cents on that. But <laughs> I feel well, like it's a very external type of thing. Yeah, I think that's our career insecurities are super different because I suffer from an intense, intense (laughs) uh, imposter syndrome. Mm. So, yeah. 
I I I feel like I I and do. I cycle I cycle through like I feel so confident and I feel like I'm so good at what I do and I and I love it and mm-hmm. then there's days where I'm like oh my god what am I even doing am I even helping I should quit like tomorrow yeah that's <laughs> obviously crazy. those are extreme like those right. are two very extreme things but um. Yeah, I feel, and I don't, I, I've said this, I think, in the past, but I really think, like, in the mental health, at least, like, therapists suffer from imposter syndrome, I think, more than maybe any, I guess I shouldn't say, but I would believe that it's probably more than the, probably more than other fields, because yeah. you're at, you have, like, the pressure of trying to help people reach goals, you have to, like, see noticeable improvement. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And people are going to see you, and they're waiting for their life, their literal their literal life to improve, right. you know? And I think so. I think with therapy, too, or, like, being a therapist, I would think, like, it's such a difficult thing to do as a client to do the work and to do the therapy. And, like, another thing with our generation is, like, we're so used to this instant gratification now because of technology and whatever. And it's so difficult. Therapy is so hard and it takes the time. You have to do the work and da 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 da. And you're not going to see any results overnight. So like, I could understand why for you, it's like, I can't fucking get through to this person. I don't know how to do my job. I can't do this. I'm failing. Like, yeah. And I think, I think being a client like has really helped, um, Mm. has really helped like in a lot of ways because you realize that like you the the like you actually have to do the work you know like right. the conversations may the conversations are meant to like help recognize certain things or you know come to certain I don't know come to certain realizations and whatever it may be but like you're the one who has to take those and like yeah use the interventions or do different right I was, right? I, was I feel like I realized f- that once I became a client and I'm like oh mm-hmm. okay like it actually kind of made me feel a little bit and like you have to give you have to give yourself myself. a little bit of like leeway because again you have to wait for that person to reciprocate right I right. was talking to a friend about her therapy experience with her family and she was like it just like is so hard with the especially with a group situation because people have to want to do it and if they don't it's not gonna work well oh family therapy mm-hmm yeah and like I have I have like four family cases those are, I actually, those are, I think those are probably the the most difficult, but the ones I, I mm-hmm. like most, mm. like, I, they're the ones I, I really do enjoy, because I, I think, and, inter- and I think I, like, love family, like, I love my family, and I love, like, yeah. family interactions, and we've right. always been such a family, you know, oriented, family-oriented people's. people, so <laughs> I, I do enjoy, like, going into that dynamic, but, um, yeah, it's, it is really true, like, it gets, it gets tough, but yeah, I suffer with it. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, um, I I don't ever I never thought to like label it as imposter syndrome because for me I suffer with like I don't have a real job and I'm not like doing anything any real work which I fully am because like like today I worked all day but you know there's like again the standard you don't meet the standard blah 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 you just like <laughs> the standard we should just get rid of the standard for you let's just take the standard and like mm, I try get rid really of it. hard I try really hard to do that. Like, I'm telling because, you, again, this is one of those, like, I know it to be true, but I can't put it into practice, you know? Yeah, but I'll, but I think, like, would you even like the standard? Like, you don't, 
Probably not. That's what I'm saying. It's like your values don't even fit the standard at all. That's true. It's like, it's like, it's almost like comical because you want to even, even if you could, even if you could be the person that meets all those standards, you would hate that person. Maybe, yeah. You really would. Like, you're someone who needs multiple jobs because like inflexibility and like you know like i i don't know like maybe that could help you like get rid of that idea of the standard and like prove prove yourself to be true because you you wouldn't even like that person yeah (laughs) and you would never want to be with that person or be that person when i get into my head it's more of like what do i have to show for myself yeah i right but if you if you had a lot to show would you like that? I think it would depend on what it was. Right. But even if it, yeah. I would love, I would love, let's say the job that I almost had that I didn't get. Yeah. That job I think I would have actually liked. Like the jobs was cool, but I would have loved to be able to say that I had that job. Right, 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 right. And I honestly think as shallow as it is, like, I know it's like, you shouldn't care what other people think, but like, fuck it. I like when people think I'm doing cool shit. I <laughs> yeah. like impressing people. Like, I don't know. I get yeah. a lot of my validation from, like, outside sources, and I've realized in my head recently that, like, I did that a lot in, like, high school. Like, I did cool shit, and I loved telling people about it, and I thought it was really cool, and, like, whatever. So I think, like, you're it's hard for that. Like, also, I feel like you're... I, I like love... You're, I also feel like you're really longing for the moment where you can say, fuck you, look what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, to, like, yeah. Certain... like I, this is all worth it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get at least that it's job... Like, that would have been really, really in the really back cool. of my head. Like I would love to like be famous and be like, "Haha, I'm this cool person," <laughs> right? Like I'm like, "Fuck it, I love that kind of shit." But no, I think that job would have been know. really great. And you you put a lot of hard work into like those interview those interviews, and you got really. I mean, yeah, far. that was just like one of those experiences that happens to people that just kind of sucked. But seriously, you got so far with that, so it's mm-hmm. like for a lot of different reasons where you wanted to just to just like. And I have the type of brain, the type of like anxiety. ADHD hyper focused brain where like that didn't work out so I'm like back to square one and I'm having a hard time getting back to like that place of applying myself and doing all of that work again and like getting yeah. to that spot again you know I think we're, we should do another episode on rejection because I've been rejected in multiple like I've been rejected from jobs yeah um I've been rejected from colleges uh I'm yeah to like, I think everyone, I, I would hope, like, people would share, even if you did it, like, the same survey mm-hmm. way that you did today. Um, I think that's a good episode for yeah, another time. Yeah, maybe we'll do that next time. And how to, like, manage it, rejection, because it kind of does, like, impact insecurities, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but moving on with career stuff, like, one piece of advice, I think, or, again, I keep saying mantra where like when I say mantra, I don't mean like I repeat this to myself every day, but just like things to think about, I guess, is that influencer Tinks that I always talk about. She says, be 1% better every day. And like that really stuck with me. And like, you just have to do something. You just have to try to do something a little better than you did the day before. If you're trying to reach a goal or work at something or get better at something, it's like, just at least try and give yourself 1% the next day. I like that. Yeah, I often... It's not too much pressure. It's just, like, try a little harder the next day toward whatever you're working toward. Yeah. I often tell myself... Like, I often just tell myself no one knows what the fuck they're doing. 
And I think that, like, that's really helped, at least with my imposter syndrome, is, like, really, everyone kind of feels similar in that way, that they, no one really knows. Come on. People are, like, there's some people who are just better at, like, putting on a fucking face, you know? Right. And I think about this a lot with, like, ages, right, where it's, like, I don't know if you felt this way, but, like, I'm 25 and I'm, like, holy shit, like, I'm supposed to have everything figured out by 30 because that's what 30 seems like to me right now is, like, when people are 30, they just, like, know where they're at and they're ready for, like, the rest of their lives, right? It's, like, you hit 30 and you're at a place where you can settle down, da-da-da. No one knows at 40 and 50 what the fuck they're doing. Like, yeah, yeah. The timeline situation, it's, like, people actually have no, like, you could, fuck, you know what it is? It's Sorry, ageism. Getting really, getting it's heated. ageism. It's ageism. No, but I think about like Seriously. when you become an adult and you realize that your parents are fucking humans <laughs> and that they deal with their own shit and you're like, oh my God. And you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. No yeah. one knows. Even adults don't know and it fucking sucks. Yeah, I know. Imagine, imagine being a fucking 26 year old therapist who's going into a house <laughs> of parents with kids right, and trying right. to like, trying to like, show that I, I kind of know what I'm talking about. Like, I have some insight here. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah the age thing is really tough. It can get tough um, definitely in career because there's always people who have had more experience than you, and then that could yeah. really get to you. But, I mean, I don't know. It, for me, it's like, yes, there are people who have had more experience and who just have more insight, and with that, maybe confidence, right? And maybe they yes. can – I think with more experience, they can – confidently say more or do more but does it make them actually better no not really right not to me right and yeah I think even at different ages people don't know what they're doing so and I think with career stuff and goals and things you want like and again I really should take my own fucking advice right now but another situation of just like put your fucking blinders on and go like figure out what you want to do you know, you and just do. like stop worrying about other people and just like do what you want. You do. should make and an I alter. Do fully need to take this. You advice. should make an alter ego. Oh, and let's, like, let's name her. Let's what's name her. her and when you're name? struggling, like you literally are going to turn into her. I know this sounds like some whack shit. You're going to give like, me like multiple personalities. No, disorder. but honestly, it helps because it just shows that you have all the capabilities of this person, and it's this mm-hmm. like little separation thing that you have to do in your mind right. to then achieve all those goals. You know, but like name her like. I don't know. What does she... What do you want her to be like? And what kind of name do you think that person... Hmm. You know has? who comes to mind? Who? What? That's so Raven. <laughs> All right. Okay, perfect. You're Raven. We're going to call you Raven. Okay. And Raven comes out. Or is hmm. needed. Maybe it's Ray Ray. <laughs> okay, maybe Raven it's Ray Ray. Raven seems a little too on the nose. Yeah, so whenever Julia is struggling, she turns into Raven, and all of a sudden she can do X, Y, and Z, whatever right. it may be. Mm. What are those things? I don't know. You know, I keep I always bring up Tanks because she's like my hyper focus influencer right now. But yeah. her Tanks comes from this is funny circle back. Her name's Christina, but her she calls herself Tanks, and it's because when she was twelve, she watched a movie with this character Tinka Parker. And she was like, this girl's really cool and confident. I want to be like her. And she was like, everybody call me Tinka Parker. And then eventually got shortened to Tinks. And, like, that's just who she is now. She's Tinks. And, like, she became that person. Hmm. Exactly. That's Something a great example. About. That's a great example. Okay, Ray Ray. Yeah. Let's, uh. Okay, Ray Ray. <laughs> no, seriously. I might have 
think of a better name, but yeah. All right. Well, we okay. Let's just start. Um, also, something something else I wrote is like I don't know if anyone else struggles with this, but like just finding the balance between like mm. work life and personal life, and like really like I really struggle with that because there's moments where I like love to work and I just want to hustle, and then there's times where I'm like, oh my god, like. Uh, like what am I doing I need to give my personal life like way more time because like you only mm-hmm. live one life and like I need to do something about that you know like right. you know I always I say I always have dreams of like wanting to be a part-time worker yeah I think that's because I want to like I don't know I want to I want to have everything like I want to work I want to have a family I want to mm-hmm. travel like I want to do all those things like equally mm-hmm. so um and right now I just don't feel like that's I don't feel like I'm there at all, actually. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. I'm okay with it, and other times I'm not. So, like, that's something that I just, I don't know. I have, I, I do feel like a lot of uncertainty around, like, the balance of working and living, I guess. Because I think a lot at the of end of the day, like, like yeah, and at the end of the day, like, you really only live one life. Like, that's scary like, to think about. It's so scary. Yeah. And, like, you're, like, I'm really going to wake up every single day. <laughs> I know this, this sounds kind of, like, childish, but, like, what (laughs) like no i'll take a pay cut and i'll live differently just to like have a little bit more freedom if if like those weeks that i'm like really Mm -hmm. struggling with that i'm like wait i need to i've thought about that a lot this past week because like i have it on the opposite end where i'll have days that i like again like this week where i was like i like just don't feel like i can get off the couch which sounds really depressing but like it, it kind of is like seasonal depression right like that's like a real thing but those days I'll be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, and then oh I get into God. my head being guilty. But I'm like, Honestly, I am wasting a full 24 hours of the only life I have to live. Like, what the fuck? Wait, that's a good thought because there's times where I've had like, I've, t- I've taken like maybe two or three days off in a row. And like, um, wait, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, oh. I, there's times where I'm like, I like I'm like, thank God I got up and, and went to work today because like this mm. morning I was in a really rough spot and like mm-hmm. if I didn't move, <laughs> you know, like there's times where I'm like so like feeling like really grateful right. and like that I have to go to work. But I don't know. So basically just like finding that balance because I don't know. I I'm, I'm definitely not there. I don't know. And maybe maybe I you are we ever there? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I don't know. Do do you do people always struggle with the balance? I think so especially when like kids come into it and stuff like I'm sure and there's different times in your life where different things are gonna make it difficult yeah true insecurities they fucking ebb and flow you know um but real quick I want to get into the responses because they were kind of all about you know how to deal with things and I think giving some extra tips on coping with insecurities is a good way to wrap up um someone said it helps but to make a routine and do things that make me my body and my mind and soul feel good Routine is, like, so essential in everything. Mm -hmm. Like, a routine in your work, a routine in your personal life, a routine in your self-care. Like, routine is, I think, I think it's kind of seems like, oh, yeah, routine, yeah, but, like, no. Like, I think it's something so common that everyone knows, but it's something that, like, when you don't have it, it really, you really can feel the difference in, like, your mood, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And listening to your body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't do that this week. <laughs> no, but I'm, but I'm saying like a lot of the yeah. times being able to do that, right? I don't know. It's like knowing what you need and yeah. Um, 
Liza and I were on the phone last night and she responded to talk about this conversation we had kind of about being on your own path. And this is what I was saying I wanted to circle back to with comparing yourself to other people and like trying to kind of put blinders on and like one thing that helps me when I'm comparing myself to other people because I think that's where a lot of people's insecurities are rooted, right? Is like comparison and other people and social media. Da, da, da. But one again, social media is a highlight reel you have to try and disconnect from that because you really don't know that person's situation. And two, like with everybody you see, with career stuff particularly, right, and goals, like there are people that I'm like are the exact same age as me, did the college thing, did whatever, and they're at a completely different place in life than I am or are younger than me and they're doing quote-unquote better than me in my head at least. And it's like, but I also have to remind myself that that person lived a completely different life for the last 25 years. Like all I'm seeing is today in this year and maybe the last few months. And I'm like, oh my God, they're doing this and I'm not. And it's like, but maybe you dealt with something that they've never dealt with. Maybe they, you lost someone and they didn't, or you switched your major six times and it delayed you a little bit and they didn't. Also like you did a lot of cool shit in high school. Right. And like you did a lot of things that like, if you could take all those things away, and be wherever it is that you think you're supposed to be, like, would you? Mm -hmm. No. No, right? So, like, those things were, you know, like, you had all these other things that you've done that probably paved the way, and maybe you don't, you can't see that now, but that other people didn't do, and maybe, and whatever, I don't know, I'm not saying because they didn't do do certain things where they're not, but, like, there's, you know, there's, and I guess in the sense of paths, yeah, like, you wouldn't trade the things that you had to go through to get to where you are now. So it's like, just be appreciative of it. Yeah. And I think it's just important to remember the path isn't just like from now on. It's like, you know, there's all that shit behind you, which like doesn't just go away and they've got their shit. You've got yours. And like, don't compare yourself to someone's like just today because you don't know what happened yesterday, the day before years ago, whatever. Um, and then lastly, someone said, doing my hair. Every time I slick that bun up and put my hoops in, I remember I'm that bitch. <laughs> Honestly, Period. I think that's why I, like, like to get ready for the yeah. day. You know, like. It just helps with the confidence. I don't have to go to, like, I don't, I don't know. There's some days where you I, don't like. You have to wear makeup to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, especially if I'm not going to the office. Like, I don't, a lot of, like, my clients, like, they don't care if I'm wearing makeup or not. But, like, just doing that kind of just makes me mm-hmm. feel good, you know. Yeah, confidence is a muscle. You got to work on it. You got to strengthen it. You Do you want to hear what it. I had written? Yeah, that's one of my favorite things, though. Confidence is a muscle. It's true. Um, I wrote what works for you. I just wrote, like, a little note. Okay, what works for you? So I think, like, for the parents, like, just do what works for you. And, like, with, mm. like, to do what makes you feel good. Whether it be and comfortable. And comfortable, yeah. Like, however, it, however you feel like you want to take care of your self and your body like mm-hmm. do that you know yeah um time perspectives gratitude bigger picture oh so like I think practicing gratitude it can help with all insecurities or like all areas I guess whether yeah. it be parent relationships career because be if you if you can like actually look at the bigger picture kind of step mm-hmm. outside and be like whoa like and practice gratitude rather self-pity right you know yeah um and then i wrote Changing therapy your perspective i said therapy because childhood baggage 
yeah. to tackle. I think that's to tackle deeper roots. So I think I think personally, a lot of insecurities are just like subconscious childhood cues and memories that add up and then over time all of a sudden they come to fruition mm-hmm. and I think if you go to therapy you can if you have a good therapist I really believe that you can like identify and like recognize the roots and work towards acceptance I think my thing with like particularly like body image stuff is like I know in my head again like this disconnect where stuff comes from but I need to go to therapy and get the tools to be like let's work through this and help you get past that, right? And I do think therapy is like its own kind of tool if you have access to it to do that. And like, I need to figure out therapy again and like get someone, but again, I can pinpoint where things come from, but I don't know what to do with that information. And that's something that's interesting because I don't think there's always something you have to do. Like, I think, I think if you can, I think if, people can find like meaning to something or purpose Mm. that it can help them accept or cope or tolerate things right there may not be a a quick fix right like there may not be a legit answer but I think if we could like if you could start to understand and recognize or cut and you know have certain realizations and areas that you once felt stuck or Mm -hmm. down about it could help with your mood it could help with with coping with mm-hmm. the ex- really overall I think like in terms of insecurities it's like the the acceptance piece you know right and like rewiring my brain or your brain or whatever to like stop believing that that's true just because someone or some situation or something made you believe that you know what I mean because again I feel like a lot of insecurities are things that are untrue necessarily about yourself that you think not untrue but they, you think they're bad and that's not necessarily they're true. exaggerated or right yeah so I think the tools yeah. to be able to kind of rewire that and pull yourself out of that like belief mm-hmm. can be really helpful you need CBT girl I don't know what that means cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy, therapy. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all about reframing yeah. negative thoughts um mm-hmm. remaining uh reminding yourself of how far you've come okay so like comparison like yeah you know Three years ago, you were, where were you three years ago? Home. COVID. And no. you were in a shitty fucking place. No, no, no. That was two years ago. That was two years ago. Okay. Three years ago. All right. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was graduating college. you're 10 times better than you were during COVID. So let's just. Oh my God. <laughs> let's just, COVID let's just sit with that. Dark. Let's just sit with that for a second. No, honestly, like today I was thinking about, I'm like. You know, every time you, Julia, if we when we were first recording and we thought about moving, like, would you ever picture yourself in this apartment? Like, look around. This is what I was gonna say. Every time I do something different in my, or like every stepping stone in my life, I find a new reason to be anxious and in my head, right? (laughs) Which I think is normal. I think ever like today, I was like, I have to keep reminding myself, like, I actually hit like a very big goal. I wanted to be here by the time I was twenty five, and I moved here a month before my twenty first, twenty fifth birthday. I've been trying to move here for three years. I'm here. Like, I don't know. I think that's another thing, too. Like you said, gratitude is, like, reminding yourself of, like, little wins. And, like you said, looking back a couple years and being like, hey, remember that? (laughs) Yeah. No, seriously. I think, and that's where I think the comparison part can be helpful. Yeah. Um, I agree. 
rather than harmful. And then I wrote, yeah, to I, yourself. I, I think everything we've talked, huh? Yeah, to your or like, I guess maybe your... maybe reflection is a better way to put it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but in a in a way, you're comparing like how far you've how far, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. That's it for my what's helped. I don't know. Yeah. I think. I wonder what people will think of this episode. I know. I mean, it's interesting because, like, I feel like, at least personally, I'm very we were, much, like, We were still... very open about our personal. This was, like, Julia's therapy session, really. But I feel like, personally, I'm still, like, in the I'm thick of a lot of it. I'm direct with you than I am in session. That's fair. <laughs> I would never be, like, I would never, really, like, tell someone how to think. But... Like, you need an alternate personality. Who you I'm are not... isn't working. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, seriously. Um, I, I do like that exercise. I just frame it in a, in a, in a more I think... understanding way. I think I very much, and I don't know about you, but personally, like right now, I'm in the thick of a lot of it, insecurity-wise, lately. So that might be why I was so much like just like talking through stuff because it's been like heavy on the mind, heavy on the down piece. Yeah, that's okay. I think you, I, I think you should give yourself some grace because yeah. you've gone through like you've. You were just moving around a lot. Like, you're, you're just settling down, you know? Right. So it's like this is your time to – you can kind of think of it as, like, a restart. I also think you you like, like, little challenges. I, I think challenges for you are hard to sustain for whatever reason it may be. What do you mean by challenges? Like, whether it be – I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel like a lot of times you're like, okay, I'm going to vlog every day. Or, like, I'm going to, like, you set goals, like, you set up mm-hmm. goals, but I feel like you do better when there's, like, a bunch of short-term goal, or a bunch oh, God, of short-term yeah. goals rather than, like, this, like, long-term goal. It's you know, like, like an ADHD I think you, thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. So, like, just start making a bunch of short-term goals every, yeah. like, I've two been months or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, or even like exercise challenge. Like you're really big into like the twelve. You did the twelve three thirty month one. Like if mm-hmm. you do that, like every other month, or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Rather like doing something one time and being like, this is gonna right be it. You know. Yeah. Short term yeah. goals are better for sure for me. For sure. But I think I think this was a good episode. I think I like I talking about the heavy stuff personally. I do too. Just takes a second to get so, into it. I'm not very good at being vulnerable. I don't know if you've noticed. No, I didn't notice. Mm. It's very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, I mean it. And one thing I've, mom and I talk about a lot, like if I ever talk about how I'm like insecure or self-conscious, mom will be like, shut the fuck up. Because I feel like I come off as Mom doesn't listen to this, so I don't mind saying it. And I actually would say it if it were her. But (laughs) she is probably the one person... Like, who really needs to go to therapy, like, now. Mm. <laughs> now. Sorry, I'm putting yeah. it on my face. Um, yeah, and, and as I, like, as I, not even to say as I grow older, but, like, as I grow deeper in my career, it's, like, she, this woman, she needs to talk <laughs> to somebody. Yeah. Our mom was raised in, like, a really... Uh, <laughs> Let's just say strict Italian home, and I honestly, I think she needs to unravel some of that, you know? As (laughs) we all need to unravel things, even... From our childhoods. Yeah, and even if you've had the best childhood ever, 
<laughs> I don't know. Right. You know, like no, even yeah. if you I didn't mean, arguably ha- even we if you did. didn't have yeah, so even if you didn't have any like trauma. Mm-hmm. Um anyway. Yeah. I have to pee. And that's the so. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you got something out of it. Um be go easy on yourself, give yourself some grace. Confidence is a muscle. You got to work on it. You got to exercise it. Go to therapy, people. I'm telling you. If you can, do it. And Julia, take your own advice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. As always, like, no, fuck me. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Leave us a rating and review. Tell us what you think. Follow us on Instagram at Dear Sisters Pod. Can you guys get us some followers, please? Like, what the fuck? Also, please follow me on TikTok because I want to go live and I can't before I get a thousand. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow Julia on TikTok. Follow, follow Julia on, TikTok, on everything. I want please. her to be like a, um, I kind of want her to be like a little influencer. I really want her to be one. <laughs> I would never want one, not want to be one myself, but I want to watch her be one. So go share everything she does. Because I think she's kind of funny. I think I'm pretty funny too. Yeah, and you, we'll ha- you, just, you have the strength for it. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, because when it comes to, like, people, like, giving yeah, a fuck about what I think other people I'm insecure think. In, I, was, I think I'm insecure now. If I, I could never when it comes be a to, but for me, when it comes to giving a fuck what other people think, it's all with people that I know and with, like, family. When it comes to strangers, I could not fucking care less. At all. So come for me. I dare you. <laughs> But yeah, follow me on TikTok, moral of the story. Um, but yes, we will talk to you next week. Let us know what you thought of the episode. And love you, Gabby, does it. Right, right out. <laughs> <laughs>